Hey everyone, welcome to a new episode of the Iceberg Lounge. I'm your host, Thomas Single, and in today's episode, we will be going over what happened at Impact Wrestling's latest pay-per-view, Rebellion. So, let's go ahead and get to the commercial break, and then we'll come back with the first match, which was on the pre-show. And we're back. So, the first match was on the pre-show, and it was a knockouts tag team division match with Rosemary and Havoc versus Kimberly and Susan. Um, I, going into this match, thought Havoc and her last partner fit more together than Havoc and Rosemary. But... After I saw the pre-show match, I think they are possibly future knockouts tag team champions. And with Kimberly and Susan, you know, they're still sort of, even though they have a connection through the knockouts champion, Deanna Perrazzo, they still are very unorthodox. Like, Rosemary and Havoc as a team have more in common than... Susan and Kimberly. But in the end, Rosemary and Havoc defeated Kimberly and Susan. It was a very good match. Um, Impact just put it up on their YouTube channel, so I would suggest go watching it. It is a very good 12 minute video. And yeah, so, and it kind of looked like at the end, they're they're going into this as a tag team now. So we have a new tag team in the Knockouts Tag Team Division. Up next, the first match on the card, we see the champion, Ace Austin, with Madman Fulton going up against TJP and Josh Alexander defending his X-Division Championship in a three-way match. And... We have a new champion. The match went 11 minutes and 15 seconds. Josh Alexander is your new X Division champion. Um, Josh Alexander, I can see him going going farther than the X Division. Um, to me, he, he has a very good look. I can see him as world champion in a year or two. Um, Ace Austin from here, because they were talking about during the match that Ace Austin has been playing around with the idea of using the X Division option that goes along with the X Division Championship where he could cash it in for a world title shot. And so it it seems like they're probably going to move him on. They might have him and Alexander face off one more time for the X Division title, and I can see Alexander winning, and then Ace Austin moving to the world title scene. So, we have a new X Division champion. Um, Every title in Impact Wrestling was on the line tonight. And this was the first one of those. And match number two, we have Violent by Design versus Chris Saban, Eddie Edwards, James Storm, and Willie Mack in an eight-man tag team match. So... Violent by Design had a very 
interesting replacement for an injured Eric Young. You had Diener, Joe Doring, and Rhino. With Eric Young's replacement, W. Morrissey. Now, for those who might have not watched Rebellion, they might ask, who's W. Morrissey? You would know him as Big Cass. Uh, Big Cass made his debut in Impact Wrestling last night, helping Violent by Design defeat the team of Chris Saban, Eddie Edwards, James Storm, and Willie Mack in 10 minutes and 5 seconds. So Violent by Design wins with their secret weapon. And I guess we'll see on Impact this week if Morrissey is going to be part of Violent by Design or if this was just him making his debut because I, w. Morrissey, I could see him, you know, if his, if his life is really straightened out, like it seems to be as as world champion at some point. Um so we will just have to wait and see. Uh match number four is a big grudge match. Years in the making, we have Brian Myers versus Matt Cardona in a singles match. Um you might know them if you watch WWE as Kurt Hawkins versus Zack Ryder. Um, and just to give a backstory, um, they were a tag team known as the Major, the Major Brothers. Then they changed and joined Edge's faction. They were known as the Edgeheads. Uh, then they split up, and they came back together. And then they were released by WWE. Uh, Mike Cardona did few matches in AEW, Brian Myers made his debut in Impact, and then all of a sudden, Matt Cardona shows up at Impact, Brian Myers did not like that, and so that's when their feud began, and we see in this, in a surprising win, Brian Myers, aka Kurt Hawkins, Defeated Matt Cardona in 9 minutes and 45 seconds. Um, This is a big win for Brian Myers. I personally thought that Matt Cardona was going to get the W. uh, Because, I don't know. Out of the two, I can see people more pushing Matt than Brian. But hey, Brian Myers moves on with the W into impact. Um, Now for our mid card match uh this card has nine matches this is match number five the mid card match and it will be for the impact knockouts tag team championships we have the champions fire and flavor which is hogan and steels defending against jordan grace and rachel ellering in her debut match for impact wrestling it with Jazz, obviously, in their corner. The recently retired Jazz. Um, Jordan Grace is a star, as it is. Um, do I think Ellering should have debuted in a title match? Um, with her name and 
and kind of the prestige behind it, um, I could see it. But I feel this probably should have been a non-title match at first with the stipulation that if they did win, they would get a shot at the titles. And you could have easily done it on uh, this week's show and bring in some more viewers who wants to see a championship match. Um, But in the end, in 9 minutes and 20 seconds, Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering become the new Knockouts Tag Team Champions, defeating uh, Fire and Flava. And Rachel Ellering is undefeated and won her first championship in her debut night. So congratulations. So before we finish the rest of their card, um, let's take a minute for a little break. So... Just to let everyone know, uh, not only do I host the Iceberg Lounge, but I also host two other things. Um, I have Iceberg Gaming on my YouTube channel. So go look up and subscribe to Thomas R.J. Engel. There I have gaming videos, uh, some project videos for my school, and past um, podcasts on there as well. Then I have um, Iceberg Gaming TTV on Twitch, where there I stream um, video games there. Um, from Minecraft to Arkham Games to uh, Fortnite. Recently, I was in my first Fortnite tournament. Um, it was a Close Encounters tournament. So, And I do random streams there. Usually, my main guaranteed streaming day is Friday nights. From 8 o'clock till midnight, usually I try to do it. But I also stream random days as well, whenever I have the free time to. So go check that out. And if you have Spotify and like listening to music, I have created and am constantly adding to every week a playlist called Real Music Radio. Currently it has 50 plus hours of music. So go uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Go follow the Twitch channel. Go also follow Real Music Radio on Spotify. And share everything. Show your love. And yeah, let's get back into Impact Wrestling Rebellion. So, now we're starting to look at the end of the card. Which... The end of the card starts off with Trey Miguel versus Sammy Callahan in a last man standing match. And this is another surprising outcome. But there was a point in the match where Sammy Callahan performed one of the most simplest moves that you could do, but made it so violent. So there was a table that was put out, but instead of having the legs down, the legs were pointed up. And Sammy Callahan literally did just a a body slam on one of the legs. But the way Trey Miguel landed on it, he was just like hanging there like if he was just like dissolving into the table. It was a sick, sick visual. Um in the end, Trey Miguel defeated Sammy Callahan, which was a surprise for me. I believe they are pushing Trey 
to possibly the world title scene. Um, this match lasted 15 minutes and 25 seconds, with Trey Miguel being the last man standing. So, in our next title match, it will just be a normal tag team match for the Impact World Tag Team Championships as we have Finn Juice of David Finley and Juice Robertson um, defeating the Good Brothers of Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson. And this is very surprising for me as well because I would think they would have gave the Good Brothers back the World Tag Belts just because of the story they're telling right now with what they're calling the super elite of the Good Brothers, the Young Bucks, Don Callis, and Kenny Omega. Um, but yeah, so Finn Juice from New Japan uh, retain the World Tag Team Championships and will keep them as they head back to Japan. Um, I wonder if this is going to finally open up the tag scene and impact for a new tag team to go up against Finn Juice, or if they're going to keep giving the Good Brothers tag title shots. We will have to see um, on Impact. We have the women's main event as Deanna Perrazzo with Kimberly and Susan going up against Tennille Dashwood, formerly known as Emma, with her manager, Caleb with a K. Um, and this will be for the Impact Knockouts Championship. Um, Deanna Perrazzo, great wrestler, uh, has, has is very good technician, definitely with submissions. Tennille, we all know what she can do. Uh, she was very underutilized in Impact, uh, not in Impact, but in WWE. And um, it's enjoy. I'm enjoying seeing how they're using her here. Um, Diano Perrazzo uh, defeats Tennille to retain the Knockouts Championship in 9 minutes and 45 seconds. And she uh, continues her reign uh, as Knockouts Champion. And we will see who her next challenger will be. So we will have to wait and see on that. Now the men's main event of the evening. The winner takes all match for the Impact World Championship and the AEW World Championship. We have Kenny Omega representing AEW with Don Callis and the Good Brothers, otherwise known as the Super Elite. Defending, not defend, yo, well, technically defending because they're both defending against the Impact World Champion Rich Swan with Eddie Edwards and Willie Mack in his corner. And this, this was a good match. It lasted 23 minutes on the dot. A good main event. Um, this was probably will go down in Impact's history going back to 2002 as one of their best main events. Um, had a lot of names, had a lot of story behind it, a lot of stipulation. It felt bigger than the promotion. Um, in the end, though, Kenny Omega defeated Rich, Rich Swan, And not only 
is he the AEW world champion? He's also the AAA mega champion, which is their world champion. And now he is the impact world champion. He is now a world champion in three different promotions. Two in the United States, one in Mexico. And my feeling, oh, excuse me. My feeling is, is he is about to head to Japan. Because his eyes are on the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Because, like you said, he's wanting to rule the world. So he's got Mexico. He's got the U.S., So it seems like up next has to be Japan. So we're just going to have to wait and see on that. Does this mean Kenny Omega will now be more more active on Impact than he has been? We will see. But that that seems to be um, Impact Wrestling Rebellion. There was a promo at one point during the show that previewed their next big event which is Slammiversary. And from what I have seen, commented and seen in the video, they're teasing a lot of people like they did last year. They're teasing Samoa, a possible Samoa Joe return, possible Mickey James return, a possible return of... Okada and Naito. This this is this would be big for Impact, because when Okada was there last time, they treated him not not well. And imagine having an Okada Omega match, which at one point in New Japan was a seven star match, on Impact Wrestling. Like this forbidden door. Storyline is is amazing for the business. But anyways, we're going to end it here. Thank y'all for listening. Remember to like, comment, subscribe, follow, leave us a review, five stars, please. Um, leave us comments. We can read them on the next episode. And yeah, always know God loves you and I love you. And always remember, all to God, I will see you in the next episode.